welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you, not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something former teacher, widow, and life coach who is focused on empowering women to live their best lives no matter what they've experienced in the past. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing called life? Okay then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. It is the first full week of February, which is just bananas. Um, And hopefully you are settling into February with ease and light and grace and lots of love, especially if you were like me and January just felt like a gut punch. Um, So very excited to be in this new month. But if you've been following me on social media, you know that you know, I've given up coffee. Today is day eight. It's just been a little over a week. It is rough right now. Um, and it has just been a lot of like moving parts. So I am very much trying to practice this week, especially just taking extra breaths, you know, working through my to-do list based on what has to get done and giving myself grace for what doesn't get done. So hopefully that is a nice little reminder for you. But today, I really wanted to focus on adrenal fatigue. If you listened to last week's episode, um, you know, I'm calling you out. What are you avoiding? I talked about how I've been avoiding just taking ownership of my own health um, and finding solutions and answers to some of the things that I've been struggling with. Main The main one... Um, is adrenal fatigue. So quick little backstory before I give you guys some actual insight and definitions as to what adrenal fatigue is, because we've been chatting about it on Instagram a little bit and you guys are like, what is it? But I also want to be, you know, looped into your journey as you heal yourself with adrenal fatigue. So here's where we're at. A little quick synopsis. I was diagnosed with adrenal fatigue back in the summer of 2021, um, I started working with a functional medicine doctor and, you know, I had been telling her how for years I've been struggling with my sleep and how my general, um, internist, my general doctor, you know, had sent me for a sleep study, how we had talked about me possibly taking melatonin, um, but also it just being like, okay, Meredith, you're going through a lot you're going to be tired. Um, and you know, there were, there was a good chunk of my late twenties and the start of my thirties where I was having to pull over, um, before I would make it to work. And my commute was like 30 to 45 minutes, depending on where I was working at the time. And I would have to sleep for like 10 minutes. And that sleep, usually that quick nap, usually, um, it got me going again. I was consuming inordinate amount of coffee, um, which I'm all for. But now looking back, it's actually kind of insane the amount of coffee I was drinking from the age of 24 up until really 2022 um, to almost like 10 years of my life. Oh, no, actually 10 years of my life. Wow. Um And how I was just putting Band-Aids on everything. So finally, this functional medicine doctor is like, let's do the saliva test, which is actually the only way to diagnose adrenal fatigue. Did that. It came back and 
we were like, oh, this explains so much. So here's the thing with adrenal fatigue. You want your cortisol levels, which are produced by your adrenal glands, which sit on top of your kidneys, to rise and fall like the sun, right? So in the morning, they're supposed to be high, just like the sun is rising up into the sky, and at night, they're supposed to dip off, right? Because you're getting ready to go to sleep. Mine were the opposite. Mine were super low in the morning, and then they would spike during the day, and then they would kind of taper off a little bit at night. So I was... So my body has been producing cortisol at the wrong times for, I can't even tell you how many years. And, you know, we talked about some things that I could do to kind of combat this, but really the only one that I distinctly remember is like giving up gluten because that would help, which I like did on and off, but didn't actually commit to it. Um, And then I kind of just like put it out of my head because again, I wasn't really being given any information. But in hindsight, in reflection, um, or upon reflection, I realized it's because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to tackle it yet, right? I was still, I was only a year into my grieving process. Um, It had only been a year since I had lost him. And I knew that my biggest focus at that point was getting out of teaching. So that's what I focused on you know, for, um, 2021 and just like getting back on my feet. And then all of this leads to the past, I would say six months where I'm like, something is definitely going on. I've given up gluten, which we've talked about on here. Um, I had cut down my caffeine intake to like one, maybe two cups of coffee a day. Um, some of my energize, um, you know, here and there, but I just am like, something is seriously off. And as I said last week, the universe, you know, when when you ask for signs, when you ask for information, the universe responds. And in the middle of January, I saw a podcast title pop up and it was all about adrenal fatigue. And it was a super comprehensive, like two hour podcast episode, but it went into everything that I've been experiencing. And I was like, this is my sign. This is my time to bite the bullet, to take control of my health, to fight this adrenal fatigue, and to just do all of the research, gather all the information that I can to head into my 35th year of life, which is happening in a few months, um, the healthiest I can be. So that is where we are now. And because a bunch of you haven't even heard of this, I wanted to really take this episode to explain to you what adrenal fatigue is. Adrenal fatigue is the adrenal glands is based on the adrenal glands helping you cope with stress and survival, right? So your adrenal glands are meant to produce the the cortisol that you need to help you cope with stress and just generally survive. Great. We obviously want this to be working well. They sit on top of your kidneys, like I mentioned before, and they literally impact everything from your physical to your emotional to your psychological well-being. So when these little guys are off, when they are not actively, when they are not working the way that they're supposed to, 
your whole body is going to be off. So, you know, we've talked on here about how the gut is a major center, um, probably the center of your body and is what leads to a lot of issues like acne, hormonal imbalances, etc. But I would argue that your adrenal glands are right there with your gut, if not a little bit above your gut. Um, and that's because, yes, your gut helps you totally function, but if your adrenal glands are out of whack, it doesn't necessarily matter what you're doing for your gut because your adrenal glands are going to continue to act like you are in a constant state of survival, fight versus flight, which explains why even though I've been doing a lot of things and following a lot of gut protocols or following a gut protocol to heal my gut, I've coming to realize, you know, it hasn't really been helping and it's more than likely a result of my adrenal fatigue. So here's the other thing with adrenal fatigue. Modern medicine does not acknowledge it, which explains why the the medical professionals that I've gone to, like my PCP, um, my PA, have not even referenced it. Um, it is why we are, or I have been, you know, sent to sleep studies and told to take Ritalin to deal with my exhaustion. And it's because this is just not something that is spoken about in medical school. Why is a whole other story. Um, but what's interesting and this could be a whole other podcast episode, but what's interesting is that in the mid-1900s, like the 30s, 40s, 50s, adrenal fatigue was recognized by physicians, and they were able to diagnose it. But as pharmaceutical companies have become insane and, you know, have taken over so much of how the medical world is run in conjunction with health insurance, adrenal fatigue is not... It's not appropriately boxed into something that you can check off for your health insurance or something that you can readily acknowledge through medication. And so we brush it to the side. And I'm, let me just say, I have the utmost respect for doctors, right? Like I love my doctor. I've seen a functional uh, medicine doctor. I also have my general practitioner. Doctors are great people. But I'm realizing that this, and I only recently found out about the fact that adrenal fatigue is not studied in medical school, um, but this is why my exhaustion has been prolonged and why I've literally up until a few weeks ago believed that this was just going to be my life. So here are some things to know. Adrenal fatigue is usually sparked by trauma. So the death of a loved one, um, any form of abuse. So verbal, emotional, physical, um, it is, uh, oh my gosh. Woo. Totally just lost my train of thought there. It is, um, a product of being overly stressed and just focusing solely on your job without giving yourself any time to recoup, not having downtime. So think of like the super high intensive jobs out there, like medical doctors, like um, anyone in the financial district who just goes and goes and goes, anyone working on like a new account in marketing or advertising. It is just 
insane, right? And most people, estimated up to 80% of adult Americans, suffer from some level of adrenal fatigue at some point in your life, in their lives. But again, it is not acknowledged by the medical world, or at least like the traditional medical sense. And that is because... I'm referencing um, my notes here, if that's what you hear in the background. Um, That is because these behaviors, right, this exhaustion is seen as something that is quote-unquote normal. And the only way you're ever going to get kind of like acknowledged by your medical professional um, is if you are tested for Addison's disease and that test comes back positive, Because then all of a sudden that is a serious syndrome that they can treat. While adrenal fatigue, it just doesn't really feel like anything or doesn't, you know, again, check the boxes. Other things that can impact adrenal fatigue are constant respiratory infections, allergies, asthma, frequent colds, various autoimmune disorders, alcoholism. Right? So all of these things contribute to the adrenal fatigue, and as a result of being exhausted and your immune system down, you are coping in ways that don't benefit you, and it just becomes this vicious cycle where you might continuously be sick, you might be self-medicating, et cetera, et cetera. Like, guys, I don't know about you. I know I'm throwing a lot of information about you, but this shit is mind-blowing. It is estimated that 80% of adult Americans are suffering from this at least at some point in your life and their lives, and we're not talking about it, right? Think about the rundown mom, right? Whether she has one kid or five kids, right? Is she really able to take care of herself? The other thing, guys, is that people like teachers are most often saddled with adrenal fatigue. And that's because teachers are people who suffer from quote-unquote sandwich stress, which is stress that comes from having to meet the demands and expectations from above and below without the power or authority to make the necessary changes or to do their job effectively. Hello. So here I am doing this research. I'm going to share with link the book that I've been reading and the podcast episode I've listened to. No wonder I'm exhausted because before any of the trauma that I experienced with Tim and his addiction and then his death, I was in a profession where I constantly felt like I was never good enough. I couldn't appease the higher ups. I was struggling to appease the kids and the parents and I just felt run down. So I've been beating my body up in a multitude of ways since I was about 24 but it, what really, really, really hit the adrenal fatigue into overdrive was Tim's addiction and living in that and then, you know, living through and dealing with his death. So, okay. If you're sitting here and you're like, Meredith, this is so much information. I'm also kind of freaked out that I have adrenal fatigue. Okay, let's take a deep breath. Here's the thing. Adrenal fatigue is treatable, okay? I am working, as we speak, on healing my own body, on taking the necessary measures to really bring my adrenal glands up to full function. 
And if you feel like this might be you, right? You feel brain fog. You feel like you're in a constant state of survival mode. Your anxiety level has been heightened. You never feel satiated by the food that you're eating, right? You feel um, almost like you have blood sugar spikes. All of these things can be and are more than likely linked to adrenal fatigue. But here's the great news. We now have information. We have people like Dr. James L. Wilson, whose book, Adrenal Fatigue, the 21st Century Stress Syndrome, is laid out so clearly, so explicitly that we can get the help and heal ourselves without having to worry about a third party. And listen, I know that in some cases you're going to want um, the... You're going to want an actual medical professional, your doctor, a functional medicine doctor, your PA, your therapist, your psychiatrist to oversee you and to check in with as you go through any form of medical shift, right? I'm not saying just like, oh, do it yourself and call it a day because that's not going to work for everybody. But to just start to educate yourself is the huge first step right? We have to be willing to advocate for ourselves, to advocate for our health and wellness. And, you know, there are parts of me that really wish I had done this much earlier and not just had taken everything at face value. But then I remember I wasn't equipped then to figure it out. I'm in a much better, much stronger place where I can now figure this out on my own, where I can advocate for myself. And if you're listening to this and you're like, that's what I want, then we just have to take the first step. You just have to start to educate yourself, to start listening to a podcast about this. Read this book. Have a conversation with me. Let's get to the bottom of what you're feeling, how you're feeling, and what you think is causing it. You have the power to educate yourself. You have the power to heal yourself. You are a strong-ass woman. And yes, the days are long and the days are busy and you are being pulled in 500 directions. But how much longer do you want to keep feeling this way? Because a few weeks ago, I realized I do not want to keep feeling this way. I want to be the best freaking version of myself. When I eventually have kids, I want to be the best mom. And oh my gosh, Adrenal fatigue in the mother can directly impact the fetus. It can actually hinder their lung growth, their lung function, if the mom's adrenal glands are functioning at an extremely low level. Thank God I'm learning this now. Because I don't even know what a future child would experience if I continued to allow my adrenal glands and this exhaustion to dictate my life but no more. And you don't have to do this either. If you don't want kids, cool. Get yourself healthy for yourself so you can go travel, so you can hit your goals, so you can be an active participant in your life. Now is the time to do it. I don't care how old you are. I don't care where you are in your life. If you have been fighting this internal battle of there is something wrong and I need answers, Now is your wake-up call. Now is the time to do it. 
You owe that to yourself. You owe that to your life. And so, yes, I've just got on this whole soapbox mission statement, right, that on some level is off the topic of adrenal fatigue, but also just so important. And maybe you just need this reminder. Your health is how you get to live this life. You only get one life. Fucking make the most of it. Feel your best. Because as I said before, it is my mission right now. It is my number one mission to feel my absolute fucking best. So that from here on out, no matter what the years bring, I am equipped to live life to the absolute fullest. I've spent probably the past decade of my life just feeling like this low energy and the need for caffeine is what I was going to need to do to sustain my life. And I know I don't need to do that anymore. Whatever it is that you have been saying, this is just how my life is going to be, you don't need to do that anymore if it's not serving you. Talked about adrenal fatigue and what it is, right? So little sensors, you have one on each kidney. They're kind of like trying, like look like little triangles and they are impacting your psychological, your emotional, your physical well-being. They are helping make you who you are. So we need to heal them. We need to treat them with love and kindness. We need to treat our whole body that way. So let's do it. Let's put ourselves first. Put yourself first. Oh, I'm going to keep you on, the, on this journey. I'm going to keep you looped in here and on Instagram. And we are just going to make this the best year yet. If you want to talk about adrenal fatigue, if you want to know my other resources, let's chat. I will, again, pull all of these resources together. But girlfriend, start a new year. We got this. Let's make this our healthiest and best year yet. I love you. Okay, friend. We are living in a world where there is so much information available to us. It is no longer acceptable for us to be in the dark about our bodies, whether it's about our reproductive health, our adrenal glands, our gut. We have the power to inform ourselves, to educate, and to live our